Good morning. It's great to be here again. This is my third week here in a row. Oh, that's, that's nice. Thank you. Um, I will be going to join my friends in the East a bit later. And for those of you who don't know me, my name is Al. I'm one of the elders at Gateway um, normally, apart from the last three weeks, based over in our East site. Uh, and we meet over at Dorkin Academy. And God is doing great things there as well. It's funny, isn't it? When you've you spent all week kind of preparing a message and then God shows up and you're like, God, just, I want to respond to what you're doing. But you're like, oh, I've got a note and you want to respond. And so forgive me if I'm, I'm going to do my best to respond to what I believe God wants to say this morning and do with us. Um, and I just really want to be brief and then I want to call us um, to respond. Really, I think what God wants to do this morning is commission us. I think that's the word I'm living with. I think he wants to commission us. Do you know, our, our vision as a church family is that we exist to give ourselves away. Firstly, to God in worship. Secondly, to one another in family. And thirdly, to neighbours and nations in mission. And what I believe that God wants to do this morning is that he wants to do a commissioning work that we would be sent as scattered servants into this great city to see the kingdom of God breaking out. But what I don't want this to be is a please can we try harder to be better evangelists message. This is something that is rooted in scripture and empowered by the Holy Spirit. And so what I just want to do is take a couple of moments to read some scripture and unpack it. And I want us to see that what we are being called into is rooted in the word of God. Because if we're not rooted in the word of God, what on earth are we rooted into? We're rooted in the words that God has spoken and revealed to us that are timeless and instructions for us until the day that Jesus returns and makes all things new in that way. And so these words that we're going to read this morning are the words that God wants to, us to, to come to life through, if you like. But then also God says, I empower you by my Holy Spirit in that commissioning to go and be a blessing and bring life into this city. So we, um, we're going to base ourselves briefly in the book of Ezra, which really tells the narrative around the story of Haggai and the return of God's people uh, from exile back to Jerusalem. And, you know, Haggai is the prophetic provocation. Ezra is telling the story, if you like. And I'm just going to read some scripture from Ezra chapter 1. Um, if you've got your Bibles, it's kind of halfway through the Old, the Old Testament, well, not quite halfway, after 1 and 2 Chronicles. It's also going to come up on the screen. So I'm just going to read verses, chapter 1, verses 1 to 6. In the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, that the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled. The Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, <clears throat> not a believer in God, stirs the spirit of an unbeliever, <clears throat> so that he made a proclamation throughout all his kingdom and also put it in writing. Thus says Cyrus, king of Persia, the Lord, the God of heaven, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth and he has charged me to build him a house at Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Whoever is among you of all his people, may his God be with them. And let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and rebuild the house of the Lord, the God of Israel. He is the God who is in Jerusalem. And let each survivor, in whatever place he sojourns, be assisted by the men of his place with silver and gold, with goods and with beasts, besides freewill offerings for the house of God that is in Israel." Then rose up the heads of the fathers' houses of Judah and Benjamin, and the priests and the Levites, everyone whose spirit God had stirred to go up to rebuild the house of the Lord that is in Jerusalem. And all who were with them aided them with vessels of silver, with gold, with goods, with beasts, and with costly wares, beside all that was freely offered. 
Here are God's people living in a foreign land. In relative comfort, although they were in exile, they had built for themselves lives. They had had families. They had been married. They had established business. They had built homes. And the decree goes up from King Cyrus. You can go and rebuild your temple and rebuild your house in Jerusalem. And the call goes up. Who will go? Who will go? Can you imagine in that moment, you've been living in a land for 70 years, you've established a house, you've built a family, you've established businesses, life is fairly secure on one level, and the call goes up and says, who will go to the ruined city of Jerusalem and go and build the house of God? Who will go? Do you know, this is not exactly a very attractive offer for a people who are settled and secure in a place, albeit in exile, to go back to a ruined city where there is nothing, to go and get their hands dirty in the muck of Jerusalem, which is utterly destroyed at this point, and to rebuild the house that God may be glorified. It's not a particularly attractive offer, but the question goes out, who will go? Who will go? Do you know the call of God is always, always costly. And the response of about 50,000 Israelites is this. Here I am, send me. Not everybody, but here am I. Send me back to your place that I may rebuild and do the work that which you have called me to do. 50,000 say, here I am. Yes, I'll go. I'll lay down my home. I'll lay down my work. And I'll go to the place that you're calling me to so that you may be glorified and your house may be established. And as we know, they make good progress to start with. They rebuild the foundations and they rebuild an altar. But then they get distracted and they settle in Jerusalem. And they focus on building their own homes again. You read in Haggai 1, they're panelling their own homes. They're focused on themselves. They've got distracted from the work of God. And the prophet Haggai comes along in chapter 1 and says, this is not the time to panel your own house, homes while the temple of God lies in ruins. Go up to the hills, get wood, build my house that I may be glorified declares the Lord. It was a 16-year window from when they went to when Haggai comes. And in that 16 years, they got distracted and they'd settled. Initially, they'd responded with the enthusiasm of, yes, here I am, send me, use me. And they get there and they get distracted. And then that prophet Haggai comes and says, it's not time for that. It's time to focus on the things of God that he may be glorified. And we know that if we take a broader view of Scripture and all that God is doing, it was never just about a physical temple in Jerusalem. It was about the glory of God filling the whole earth. The Genesis 1 commission is be fruitful, multiply, and go and have dominion over the whole earth, that the glory of God may extend to every part of the world. And the good news is this, one day... 
when the curtain of this age closes and Jesus Christ returns, every ear will hear and every eye will see and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord as his glory returns and his glory does indeed fill the whole earth. I'm glad we can be excited by that. That's our hope. That's what we're living with, that Jesus Christ is in the business of making all things new. That's the end of the story. We know the beginning of the story. The commission is to go and be fruitful and multiply and fill the whole earth with the glory of God. We know the end, that Jesus Christ is returning to make all things new and his glory will be manifest through the whole world. But the call is on us today as God's people. He has placed us in this city. He has put each of you into places in this amazing city as a minister of reconciliation, as an ambassador of Christ, as one who gets to bring about a small part of the kingdom of God here on earth as it is in heaven, that we may play our part in seeing the glory of God extend to the ends of the earth. And that includes Swindon. Do you know, when we think about that scripture, go to, the, go to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth, we were the ends of the earth. Swindon was the ends of the earth to the, to the known people at that time. They never heard of Swindon. It didn't even exist. They never heard of Europe, sorry, Northern Europe, the UK. It was not in their psyche. It's like, go, the gospel goes. And the call on us today is who will go to this great city and proclaim the excellencies of he who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. That is the simple call that I believe God wants to usher to us today. And like I said, it's not, it's not try harder to speak to people about Jesus. This is understanding the narrative of Scripture is that God's people are always commissioned to go and bring a blessing to the place that they find themselves in. Whether or not you like Swindon, whether or not you want to be here or wherever you live around Swindon, God has put you there for purpose, to see the kingdom of God established and some of his glory manifest in the place that you live, the place that you work, the place that you go to school, into your neighborhood. And the call goes up, will you go? And God's heart, and he's looking for people that says, here I am, send me. Here I am, send me. And that's the call that I think God wants to put onto this house. Check me out, I'm, very, I'm going to South Africa and saying the word house. <laughs> the call on this house is, will we go to this great city as carriers of the presence of God? Do you know what? What happened in the temple is that the glory of God came to the temple. But in this new temple, the church... We are the living stones of God, empowered by his spirit, so that wherever we go, we carry the very presence of God with us. Do you know that? Wherever you go, you bring light into the darkness. As you step out into your neighborhood, you bring light into the darkness. If you are a teacher, you bring light into the darkness. If you work in healthcare, you bring light into the darkness. You are a carrier of the presence of God. And therefore, by your very presence, as you step into a situation, you bring about the presence of God into the darkness. 
And you're the aroma of life in amongst death and destruction and hopelessness. You are the aroma of life as you carry the presence of God with you. And sometimes in some places, in some uh, sectors in work, you can't always open your mouth and say what you might want to say. But listen to this. As you go, as a carry, you automatically bring the light of Christ. You bring the light of Christ wherever you go. And I just want us this morning to, to live with this wonderful commission that God has put upon us that is rooted in his word, but is ultimately empowered by the Holy Spirit. That what we need this morning and what's been happening already is that we are being filled with his presence and with his power to be sent into every sphere and sector of this city to bring life to the lifeless and hope to the hopeless because we carry the presence of God with us and we're ministers of reconciliation. And I just, there's two particular things that I want us to respond to this morning. The first is what I really felt like God gave me a picture um, as we were worshipping. And the picture is one of a treasure chest full of gold. And I felt like God say, this, Gateway West particularly, you are a treasure chest of gold. You need to hear that. You, not, yes as a whole, but individually, in this community is a treasure chest of gold. And as we leave this place, each one of you, a piece of gold, is, is taken to your place of influence and your gold that is spread throughout this city. One of the amazing things about this particular site is it has a very broad reach across this town. In other part, in Gateway East, most people live in East Swindon. Here, west, uh, outside villages, the north of Swindon, and other places as well. Much of Swindon is represented in this room. Much of the sectors of society are represented in this room. And what I felt like God say was, you are gold, because I've declared you gold and I've cleaned you up, and I've, I'm gonna, I've sent you to be gold into the particular place that you live, breathe, and work. And what is it about gold? Gold is incredibly attractive. Don't people gravitate towards gold? They want to find it. They want to get hold of it. And what's going to happen, I think the commission this morning is, as you go, rooted in his word and empowered by the spirit, knowing that you are gold, actually what's going to happen is people are going to start to be drawn, drawn to you, drawn to you because you're a carrier of the presence of God. And as you gather together, there's something incredible about the gathering of God's people because it's all that gold coming together like a treasure chest that gets commissioned and resent out into this wonderful world. We are not a club who just gathers. We're a community that goes into this great town. I love this town. I never used to. When I first moved here, I couldn't wait to leave. Twelve years later, I'm still here, and I think we're going to be here for a lot longer. God has put us in this place. And so what I really want us to do as we respond this morning is I want us to know that we are a treasure chest. You are a treasure chest of gold that is sent as pits of gold all over this city and all over this place and into every sector and that it's going to be attractive to the people of God, especially as you fill it again with the Spirit. But I think the second thing that I really feel like people need to respond to this morning is... I feel like there are some people here and you're like the people who initially went 
and we're very enthusiastic, but then you've settled and you're like the people that Haggai is talking to. Come on, there's something to be done. Initially, you responded. You said, yes, here I am, send me. And you went and you did. And you said, I'm going to run this ministry or I'm going to go to this area or I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go and I'm going to go. But then you settle and you get distracted by the things of the world. And maybe that's been 16 years. Maybe it's been a couple of years. Maybe it's been 30 years. And God says this morning, it's time to build my kingdom again that I may be glorified. And that's not to condemn. That's to say, God's people, he says there's a call this morning. There's a call this morning. Don't settle and focus on yourself. Focus on me and what I'm doing in this great town. Bring about my kingdom. Bring about my kingdom that I may be glorified, declares the Lord. That as we are empowered by the Spirit, there are some here, and you know that in your heart, maybe it is 16 years, you have settled. And you've said, I'm, uh, this is my lot now. I'm just about this. And God says, no, it's time to go again. And he says, I want to commission you this morning. I want you to be commissioned this morning to go and to release the very presence of God into this great city that I may be glorified declares the Lord. Can I invite you to stand? Nigel, can you come up as well? Because I think you're going to need to lead into this. Okay. 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 Can I just ask you just to close your eyes? There's a commissioning of God this morning. And we need to respond. And some of us, what it will look like is repenting. And that's a good thing. Because repenting is only saying, I, I was, I've been facing the wrong direction, and now I need to face the direction of what God is doing. And repentance actually brings life and liberty and freedom. And I really feel like the, the, the two... Um, the two areas that we need to respond, or three, maybe three actually. One is about being empowered again by the Holy Spirit. Some of you say, I know I want fresh empowerment by the Holy Spirit. That's one thing, and we're going to ask you to come forward in a moment. The second is, you know that you were like the people in Ezra, in that you, you know, in times gone by, you said, yes, I'm, I'm going, here I am, but you've settled <clears throat> And God says, this morning, I want to recommission you. And there'll be some of you here that you don't want to respond, but your hearts are pumping, and you know that God is speaking to you this morning. And he just wants to come, and he wants to say, my son, my daughter, I'm commissioning you once again into the purposes of God. And I think there's something as well else around, um, particularly I really want to pray for people who are in education. I just feel like God wants to say, you are carriers of the kingdom of heaven into those places. You are carriers of the kingdom of heaven. That actually sometimes maybe with your lips you can't always express, but actually among those students, you bring about light into the darkness. You bring some of the glory of God in that school and college where you find yourself. And so I would love you just to, um, to respond this morning to the, what I believe is a call of God, our hope is the call of God. 
And I just want to invite you, if you want to respond and go, do you know what, God, here I am once again. I want you to use me in wherever and whichever place I find myself. Would you just come? Um, People will pray for you. I'm sure Nigel will handle this bit. But I'd like to invite you just to come this morning. If you know you want to respond to, to God's commissioning call this morning to go, why don't you just come just with hearts that say, here I am, God, send me. Here I am, use me.